live from Bainbridge Island, episode 699. We are live with us today is Jack, Cameron, Emma Adcock, and uh, Payson. Jack, what's up, buddy? What's up? All right, so you're going to be doing a lot of shooting, but I forgot to do your intro, so here is the El Rojo intro. Oh. So, Jack, uh, remember when you did this last summer? Yeah. Do you remember how you did? Uh, yeah, I remember missing. And then you did make. So let's yeah. let's take a look at uh, the last two opportunities you took on last year's show. So found, I know. Oh, you didn't finish! Just put it away! Oh! Oh, Jack! You get one more. So you missed there, Jack. And uh, you did make up for it on your last kick of the show. Here it is. We can do this crazy stuff every Sunday. Ah, oh, put it away! Oh, he did it! What's a chance? So we're going to be doing the same thing, so tell the viewers what you're going to be doing. I'm going to hit the crossbar and then shoot it. Yeah. Oh, Alright. Well, go go give it a shot. See how you do. So Jack's going to try to hit the crossbar. And then on the rebound, he's going to try to score. Go ahead. Almost close, but no cigar. We'll be coming back to Jack periodically through this show. Today we have our uh, top 50 women soccer players are announced. Is the U.S. in it? I don't know. U.S.Y.S. Best of TikTok. That's interesting. And the first pro soccer player is diagnosed with CTE. Do you have CTE? Do I have CTE? Maybe. We'll find out through the science because we all believe in science. And the first pro soccer player, um, excuse me, Megan Rapino gets a medal of freedom. How do you feel about that? And, of course, we're doing the crossbar challenge. And Jack is obviously uh, going to try to do that throughout the night. And... Uh, the question that we have for today, and please comment, do you think Megan Rapino should receive the Medal of Freedom? I don't know, but maybe you think she should receive it. Or is it how Oprah says, you get a medal, you get a medal, you get a medal. Everyone gets a medal. Everyone's excited about that. But today's podcast is sponsored by Legends Elite Soccer Academy. Contact Coach Roberto at 623-810-4720 or email him at kingrex10 at gmail.com if you are serious about professional training this is a place to be professional soccer training experience that at a high level with roberto bill roberto bill is a great player i did a podcast before uh before with him uh if you want to know the history of roberto bill and who he's played with against all those things high level player highly recommend you to get training by roberto that's roberto bill with Legends Soccer. He has his own indoor soccer field in his backyard. It's a cool setup. If you're in North Phoenix, great location, easy to get to. Everyone else might be a bit of a drive, but worth it. Let's get on with it. USYS, the United States Youth Soccer Association, official TikTok posts this on their feed. So um, here is USYS best TikTok. This is what the United States Youth Soccer Governing Board thinks what we are like in soccer. 
This is the best of. This is like the last two weeks of the best soccer in America. Take a look. And that's USYS soccer. That, that's a beauty. What do you think? Comment. Let us know. Is that the beautiful game that we all love and enjoy? Or is that the style of soccer that will get you concussions? It's not from heading. It's from being shaken. And we cause a lot of shaking in soccer in America. It's just reckless, out of control soccer. It's disgusting. But let's take a look at Jack. Jack, how you doing, buddy? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. You ready? Going for another one. Let's see how he does. Jack on the approach. Backs up and kicks. Oh. Shank City. What's that? It's not going to be cut because it's a one-take podcast. Well, it's actually second take because we screwed up earlier, which is not a big deal. But moving on, we have um, a big problem in U.S. soccer. But it's the, the lack of technique and everything about USYS. I'm on this great, beautiful field uh, in Bainbridge Island, and no one's really on it. Well, not uh, two people. One's a... Very fit, and the other one's opposite of that. Anyways, uh, they're training, but we have this beautiful field here, and no one's playing on it. I don't know why, because there's no culture of soccer. If this, if we're in Brazil and they had something like this, this is a place to be packed. That's a different culture. And, oh, no. I uh, hope they don't know. We might have an audio issue coming up. Leave me alone. Anyways, let's get uh, uh, to the importance of creating soccer culture. I create one within my family, and we do bits uh, with this podcast called The Jack and Jet. Uh, battles, and we're going to go ahead and show you the Jack and Jet battle we had here on the island. Okay, so first one to make in the hole. Okay, hold on. Wait. Go Jet. Oh my gosh. Oh! So hard. So hard. I, I basically did have to knock this one off. Game! I was gonna go like that. Oh! No, that doesn't count. On the next Who's already over? Too easy. And we're back. And now we're going to give another shot to Jack and Payson. So Payson is Jack's cousin. He doesn't play soccer, but he would like to compete against Jack. And we're going to give it that almighty try. So, Jack, it's you versus Payson. Yeah. Who's going first? Oh, I'll go first, yeah. Jack's going first. 
Almost. Payson. Ooh. I like this battle. We're going to have Jack versus Payson. So we're going to make this very competitive for Jack. We're giving competition against the average Joe that never played soccer. Um, I think he played when he was six on the purple team. So Jack and Jet battles, we do things like that to create an environment that my family loves soccer. That's the culture we're trying to create. But let's get on with the show with the top 50, ESPN top 50. And I have to run all this stuff. So uh, ESPN top 50 announces the 50 best football players in the world this past week. And I find it very interesting to 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 mark a year of an achievement. ESPN FC creates this um, 50 uh, top women players in the 2021, 2019, and then this year, 2022, they uh, put together and they have the top coaches, executives, journalists all put out who they think the top 50 are. And starting with number one in the world is from Spain, Alexia uh, Putales, I think it is. And then Sam Kerr from Australia, who plays for Chelsea. And Sam Kerr, I think she got number one because she is a beast. And I'll prove it right now with this video. Now, Sam Kerr should receive the Medal of Freedom, not Megan Rapino. Sam, the great one, Kerr. She should get it. So this is what I find interesting. You have, here is uh, Spain's top 50. They have the number one slot, the number eight, the number nine, the number 17, number 18, and number 24 on there. And then if you look at the U.S.'s top 50, let's look at the U.S.'s. U.S. has number six, uh, Katarina, which we're going to come back to her. Number 19, Rose Lavelle. And then number 22, 23, 36, and 37. That rounds out our roster. So according to that, Spain's better and they should win the next World Cup. Who knows? Unless we have super coaching. But you know who's not on the list? Who made the World Cup team? Uh, our good friend... Megan Rapino, who is our buddy, and oh my gosh, she is a star like no one else. And usually she'll she'll come on the show, but who knows? Oh, there she is. Megan. We I can't stand her. We're in Seattle. I gotta get out of here. She's gone. It's hard to do this by myself. Anyways, uh, with Jack uh, shooting. But Katarina, our top prospect uh, from the U.S., she wasn't developed in the United States. She was actually developed on the streets of Brazil. And according to an article from The Guardian titled Brazil to California, uh, she became attached from the sport early on from uh, the streets of Brazil, taking after her older brother, Steve, and playing in pickup games in neighborhoods. She cut her teeth as a, lo- as a lone girl among boys, first with um, a-, a youth team she joined at the age of five and later on to the Santos. 
uh, organization, always playing with the boys. But by the time she got to her 12th birthday, uh, those opportunities were removed and she didn't have a, a chance to really advance her game. So her family decided, let's move to uh, California. And that's what we learned. Uh, that's our top American player. Why? Because she didn't grow up here and she wasn't developed with a high level uh, club over here, a pay to play system. Even though she played in uh, the surf organization, they didn't develop her. They'll like to take credit. Look at us. You, they did nothing. This is what we learned from it. One, play pickup. Two, if you're female, play with boys. Um, Three, culture matters. And four, location matters. Hopefully you're born in a different country. If you're born in the United States like um, like I was, you better hope and pray that you're in a soccer culture with a community that plays. That's why I always put Jack in the Hispanic leagues, always playing with all these different Hispanic teams because that's how you can get better. So if you live in a place that soccer isn't everything, you need to make soccer uh, be part of, of your priority like Jack is when he's doing this in the Puget Sound, just off of Bainbridge Island. Wilson! 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 I'm sorry! Just because you weren't born in a great place like Brazil on the streets, learning how to play soccer, find a way to develop technique. It's going to take a lot of reps by yourself. Or in Jack's case, which we're going back to Jack and Payson, you had to create your own environment. I'm going first. All right. Jack's going first. Approach. The shot. Shank City. Payson is going to beat him. Come on. Ooh. I got money on Payson. Comment. Let us know. Are you, do you think? Do you think Payson's going to win, or is it Jack? Who knows? We're going to find out soon enough because the game will eventually have a winner. Back to the show. The first CTE case in Major League Soccer was found in a deceased former player, Scott Vermillion. And Scott Vermillion, who I think he played for the Rapids. Yep, he played for the Rapids. Uh, researchers have diagnosed CTE in Major League Soccer player the first for the first time saying Tuesday that defender Scott Vermillion suffered from the degenerative brain disease. The Boston University CT Center said Scott Vermillion, who died as on an accidental drug overdose in December 2020 at the age of 44, had the disease. Although it's not possible to connect this to be the case, um, they're saying there's a high likelihood that is the case. So here's a quote from um, from the uh, CT Next Generation. It's time for a global soccer community to have a real conversation about heading, especially in the youth game, Nowiski said. We urgently need to investigate how far this crisis will extend into amateur soccer and immediately um, put it in place reforms to prevent CTE in the next generations. What we aren't discussing is the American style of coaching, which is get stuck in, go through them, all that stuff that we're taught in America. It's the lack of technique. It's not from heading. 
Now, I think if you do, I, I don't see many coaches out there doing a ton of heading drills, hardly at all. But what I do see is I see a ton of bad technical players that you'll see right here. This is how you get CTE. Remember this video from past videos. Right, let's break someone's clavicle on three. One, two, three. Break someone's clavicle. Hit the field. All right, we're going to go back. That That's soccer. That That's the craziness of soccer. It's out of control, go through people. That's what's causing CT. It's not about heading as much as it is, is reckless play and throwing your body about where you're shaking your brain. It's not just from heading. It's being thrown around like a psychopath. That's what we do in America and all our sports pretty much. So let's go back to Jack and Payson. Payson's going first. Yep. I forgot. I switched on the wrong one. Here we go. Payson's going first. Shank City. No, was that what you hit the green post? Well, nice try. On with the show. So how you get CTE is reckless play. If we teach players to be more technical, we can be in a better situation. So promoting tackle through everything, all that stuff, focusing on having a, a proper first touch, how to take a touch away from pressure, spin and turn away from pressure, getting kids more comfortable with the ball so they can get away from people versus having a bad touch. Those players with bad first touches are always putting themselves in between tackles all the time. So if you always trap the ball two, three feet off your, off your feet into space, into an area where there's defenders coming. Yeah. You're going to get CT. I'm sure. So I suggest learn how to trap, be confident with the ball, learn how to spin, learn how to faint to avoid players and stand your ground with uh, proper posture. So you're strong. So those reckless players coming after you, which they will, they can deal with the horrors of getting run over. So let's go back uh, again to Jack and Payson. Yeah, we got to we got to do it again. First, Jack's up first. Oh, oh my! God. Almost. Let's see oh. what Payson has. All right, we'll come back to you in a second. So they they are having no luck about doing those things, but um, that is kind of our show. That's I think that's all we got. I think I covered everything I'm going to cover, and my battery's about to be shut off here. Look how beautiful Bainbridge Island is. Here, let's go back to this shot after they shoot Emma. Let's let's take a kind of panorama of everything. All right, Jack, we're we're back to you. Okay. Going first All right, again. let's see if they can, they can do it. Check on their approach. No! Shank City. Payson for the win. That is not good. That's, that's average, but that's okay. 
Take a look at everything. So this is Bainbridge Island. Look at the facilities here. This is so beautiful. And you can keep spinning the whole thing. And this is all ours. And as we continue with this crossbar competition, I want to wish all of you a happy 4th. <laughs> there you go. A happy 4th of July um, to celebrate this wonderful country we have and all the freedoms we enjoy. If you don't like this holiday, go live in Russia. They'll treat you they will treat you right, just like Brit Brittany Greiner. So let's go back. Let's let's give another shot, Jack. All right. Let's let's see what you got. We got to have a winner. Got to finish it right here. Come on, Pace. We got to have a winner. Almost. And here comes uh, Payson. He's gonna give a shot. Almost. And that's unfortunate, but that's our show. I hope you enjoyed this show. Next week is episode 700 where we have Jessica McDonald on. And you can find us on iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes, or wherever else podcasts are found. Or go to CoachCamera.com for direct access for our content. See you next Sunday, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time with the great Jessica McDonald. Let's give them one more shot before we actually close out. All right, this is it, Jack. No pressure. Oh, oh, oh. They just finish anyways. Oh, this is Jinx in it. All right, Payson, for the win. I didn't hit the crossbar. For the win. I didn't hit the crossbar. Oh, I thought that was going in. All right, thanks for joining us. Sorry for this uh, weird podcast. Uh, thank you, Emma. And thank you, Payson for being part of the show and of course Jack and uh, we'll see you next Sunday. Bye.